What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey, it's Kimberly, host of the Start Me Up podcast. If you like your politics with some loose talk and salty language, you're going to love my show. I interview the coolest people like Mary Trump, Kathy Griffin, and DNC chair Jamie Harrison. The Start Me Up podcast has an easygoing, casual style and a strong emphasis on left-leaning politics. We also have frank discussions about sex and more than a few spirited rants. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup or wherever you get your podcasts and start listening today. So we have a crisis on our hands, a crisis involving deeply unethical conduct by a Supreme Court justice. And the question we have to wrestle with now is, what can be done about that? What should be done about that? Let's talk about that, because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So it's pretty clear we have a crisis at the Supreme Court, a crisis involving deeply unethical conduct by Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and very few mechanisms available to address that misconduct, to remedy it, to fix it, to deter similar misconduct in the future. Now, suggestions regarding what to do and proposals about how we should deal with this crisis are emerging. Here's one from an organization called CREW, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Headline, Thomas Must Recuse, Supreme Court Needs Code of Conduct. And that article begins, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas must recuse from all cases involving the 2020 election and the January 6th insurrection following revelations that his wife, Ginny Thomas, participated in efforts to overturn the election, according to a letter sent today by Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington to Chief Justice John Roberts. The Supreme Court must also establish a code of conduct to formalize and enforce recusal processes to address conflicts of interest like those faced by Justice Thomas. Ginny Thomas actively supported Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the election by texting his then Chief of Staff Mark Meadows conspiracy theories and legal strategies I would add illegal strategies, to invalidate the election results and attending the January 6th rally that preceded the attack on the Capitol. She also served as a board member on a conservative political group that helped lead the Stop the Steal movement and signed a letter to House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy calling on him to punish any Republicans 
who participate in the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection. Despite these conflicts of interest, Justice Thomas has not recused from Supreme Court cases involving the January 6th insurrection or the 2020 election. He was the lone vote to block the House Select Committee from getting January 6th documents from Donald Trump, creating a clear appearance of bias and a possible major conflict of interest. Well, that's one approach, one proposal, one suggestion. Here's another, as set out in Politico by my friend, constitutional law professor, Kim Whaley. And Kim cuts right to the chase. Headline, How to Impeach a Supreme Court Justice. That article begins, Revelations that Virginia Thomas exchanged at least 29 known text messages with former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, urging disruption of the November 2020 election results favoring President Joe Biden, have created a conflict of interest scandal surrounding the Supreme Court, where her husband Clarence Thomas is an associate justice. Justice Thomas's participation in multiple cases related to the outcome of the election including his lone vote to prevent the January 6th committee from accessing White House records relevant to its investigation of the riot at the Capitol, has led to calls for ethics reform at the court as well as his resignation. Given the unlikelihood of an admission of impropriety from Thomas, there is a more extreme avenue available to lawmakers who would seek to hold him accountable for compromising the neutrality and legitimacy of the court, impeachment. My proposal, much like Kim Whaley's proposal as she articulates later in her Politico article, is an impeachment inquiry that includes public hearings exposed to the American people what Clarence Thomas did and why he did it. Have some respect for we the people, for we the governed. Give us the courtesy of telling us what the heck is going on at the high court. I'm not rushing to judgment. I'm, say, I'm not saying that impeachment is absolutely required, but I am rushing to transparency. And I am saying that a full, fair, open, unflinching impeachment inquiry, public investigation, is absolutely required. Why? You know why. Because justice matters. Friends, as always, thank you for tuning in to these daily Justice Matters videos. As you may know, we're an all-volunteer outfit here. We're up and running seven days a week, posting a legal analysis video every day. And I couldn't do it without your help, without your support, and frankly, without your good ideas. So if you would like to more formally support our all-volunteer efforts, if you'd like to become a member of Team Justice proper, please feel free to go over to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron. And if you do, I'll send you some Team Justice and Justice Matters stickers, and a personal handwritten note of thanks. And as always, thank you, 
thank you to the many of you who have come over to Patreon, joined Team Justice, and are supporting our efforts over there. And as always, friends, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.